Hey guys, Alex here with the AJ Nashville Podcast. Hey, I just want to take a moment and thank our sponsors. House on the Rock Home Inspection with Dave Ganatra. You can feel free to reach his team at 615-717-7900. Let me tell you, when it comes to protecting your greatest asset that you ever purchase, Dave's got you covered. Builders fear this man. Feel free to reach out to his team. Once again, 615-717-7900. Next on our great list of sponsors is the Wrap Lab. Any type of printed marketing that you're looking for, maybe it's a wrap on your vehicle, maybe it's a new logo design for your new company, reach out to Rich at the Wrap Lab. Let him know I sent you 615-913-0372. Hey guys, Alex here, AJNashville.com. Actually, I have my buddy, Jeff Perry here. Um, we were sitting and we were talking about something over our lunch hour, and I said, you know what? We need to put this in a track and put this in a podcast. So, Jeff, I'll let it back up a little bit. Hi, Jeff. Where, yeah, hi, Jeff. Back up a little bit to where we were talking about uh, kind of struggles and things like that and the tests that you're put through. Start from there, and let's let's move forward. Okay, let me try and pull this out of my brain space again. Yes. Space brain. Um, yeah, so... What I was talking about is kind of the the ability to deal with struggles and situations that you're going through in life instead of seeing the negative in them, being thankful for the certain situations you might be in because of something greater that might happen in the future because of those things. Right. And and that's where we said, you know what, this needs to be on a podcast. Everything that's about to be said needs to be recorded because what what we're gonna exchange word wise is valuable. At least I think it is. No F words. I can say the F word as much as I want. It's <laughs> kind of part of the podcast. So, you know, the big thing is, is testing things and things kind of putting people through the ringers. You know, there's a lot of lessons to be learned by simple things that we go through in life. It could be the loss of somebody. It could be people that have lost their job for when I broke my legs. You know, I was in transition between two different companies and had nowhere really to go. You didn't break your legs. The street broke them. Well, close enough. I assisted them in being broken. So, you know, I was in a position where I had to make do with what I had. You know, during that time, I was going through a lot of personal things as it was, but financially, there was a struggle there. And what did that do for me progressing forward? That reminded me of things like, hey, you know what? I need disability insurance in case something happens. I'm covered under short-term and long-term disability, so I don't do like I did at that time and lose everything that I had. Right. You know, it's little lessons in life that get taught. A lot of times, we look at things and there's negativity behind it. It's like, oh my God, why did this happen to me? But like you were saying, it's it's building the character, building your future, allowing you to plan, allowing you to be aware of things. And it's it's a matter of what we take for lessons. You know, do we look at it and say, hey, you know what? This was a lesson. This is what I have to learn from. And here's how I grow from it. Or do we take it and just say, nah, bad thing happened to me again. Just my luck. I'm just a bad luck person. Everything bad always happens to me. We play the victim role. Oh, I do that once in a while. Everybody, everybody does that once in a while. But, you know, we look at our situation like you and I talked before, you know, you've had a couple of issues with your truck and it's brand new truck just got lifted and you're getting some vibration out of it. Mm -hmm. And I had to stop you in one conversation and say, look, you have to be thankful for the things that you have the problems you have in life because you should be thankful that you have a truck 
that can have a vibration that you spent money that you earned to put a lift on in order to have those issues. That doesn't say, hey, just ignore the problem. It'll be okay. It's going to fix itself. But what that is saying is instead of getting worked up and getting into a negative mindset, you take that same energy and say, you know what? I'm thankful for what I have and I'm grateful that I have this problem, but I do need to find a solution to it. Right. You know, because there's a lot of people out there. And we, we, I've read these things before where it says, you know, you, you don't think a second matters. Think of the marathon racer that was a second, you know, took a second longer to cross mm-hmm. the finish line than the next right. person. Or you don't think a day matters. Think about the person that has one, one day left before they pass away. Or I don't know. And that's not going into <clears throat> extreme detail of what those things mean. But when we stop and think about it, we, there's so much negativity in the world. The world fucking bleeds of negativity. It's you jump on very easy to fall into that trap too. Once your is. brain gets in that cycle, it's hard to get the brain out of that cycle. So, like you said, if you're thankful for the situations and things that you're going through, you pull your brain out of that spot where it's just drowning in negativity. Right, like it, it's literally soaking in negativity. You know, we get up in the morning, and I like to get up in the morning, and I like to listen to positive things and piss excellence. I piss tiger blood. <laughs> Tiger blood is the great. No, I'm just kidding. But no, you get up and and you have to surround yourself immediately with positive things. You know, be grateful for the things you have, but surround yourself with positive messages. Because if not, the second you open up, say, Facebook, for example, all you read is negativity, negativity, negativity. It's everywhere. You know, you have people that live the fake life, mm-hmm. and that's the one that they want social media to see. And then you have people that live the real life, and then you have the controversial issues in between. The people that want to complain about everything, the bad news. You know, your phone reminds you when you pick it up. It's like, here's the top trending news topics. And it's all just negative shit, you know. And so instead of filling our mind with those issues, we need to take the time to fill our mind with positivity, you know, be it a positive podcast in the morning. Maybe it's a motivational quote. Maybe it's a scripture out of the Bible. Maybe it's a book of 365 motivational sayings that you can read each and every day. Whatever it is, whatever fits what it is you're looking to do, you need to open your mind, open your brain, and open the shutters, which I consider your eyes, Mm -hmm. open the shutters to something that's positive, not everything that's negative. Because if you want to find negativity, guess what? It's literally, you pick up your phone, you can find negativity in 10 seconds. Instantly. Instantly. It's so much harder to find something positive. But on the flip side of that, let's say going to bed at night, you fill your brain with shit. A lot of people go home and they watch, you know, the the keeping up with, with people shows and the the uh, reality TV and TMZ and all this garbage bullshit TV that people fill their brains with. And then they go and they lay down and then they go to sleep. And so their mind is possessed with everything negative that they just saw or just watched. And they go to bed and that's the last thing on their brain before they spend the night resting to wake up, hopefully, to something positive. You know, so what we fill our brains with is kind of like your car, Okay. You take your car and you go to a gas station that has just horrible gas. They've got water in their gas. The quality is low. What's going to happen? Your car is going to have issues. It's going to have issues. It's going to run like shit. It's going to sputter. It's not going to perform like it should. Now you go to that same or you go to a different gas station. Mm-hmm. And the gas station at premium, you know, non-ethanol, best gas in the world pumps out of this system. What's going to happen? Your car is probably going to perform, right? Mm-hmm. So... Why do we neglect our bodies and our minds, but yet we put premium gas in our cars in some case? Not everybody, but like in my case, premium always goes in the car. Why? Because I want it to perform at its top level. Now, not every car needs premium, 
But that's okay because I still want it to not be the issue that caused more issues down the road. So your mind. I mean, that's the hardest thing to to do for a lot of folks because everybody focuses on the negative during the day. Typically, you know, if if there's a problem with something, you buy a product. Typically, if if there's no problem with that product, you really don't tell a whole lot of people. But if there's a problem with that product, you tell everybody you run into about that issue. Right. And that's a personal choice to indulge in something negative that you've placed in your mind. You know, think about the energy that you spend telling 10 people something negative about an issue. Mm -hmm. And in most cases, nobody's ever went back and circled back to the person that sold them that product, gave them that service, done whatever it was that they're unhappy about. They never circled back and said, you know what? I wasn't happy with the way that you treated me. No, they didn't try and resolve that. Basically what they did is they talked negativity, thinking that that's going to get a solution by somebody saying, you know what, I've gone through, you know, whatever the case is and come up with some sort of a solution. I'm right. I'm guilty of it all the time. You know that all of us. I do it constantly and I try not to. Um, All of us are though. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, here's the thing, the energy you spend saying all the negativity to everybody else, you could spend a quarter of that energy and go back to the producer of that product or service or whatever it may be and say, hey, look, here's my problem. Mm -hmm. Is there a solution? Because in some issues, we may find out, hey, guess what? They built 10,000 of these. You're bad. You're bound to have a bad one. Unfortunately, you got it, Mm -hmm. you know, and it could be something as simple as, hey, no problem. We'll get you taken care of. Yep. Now all that negativity that you were spreading is now gone. Yeah. And you can put that to bed and you don't have to fill other people's brains with that stuff too. Right. And so, and that's the other thing too. So there's people throughout the day that you have to stay the fuck away from. Mm -hmm. And those are the people typically, and I'm going to use this lightly, but in the mortgage industry, the people that were sitting underneath the little pavilion outside smoking cigarettes and Mm -hmm. doing that, those are the people that are usually complaining. This job fucking sucks. I can't wait to get out of here. I can't wait to do something different. Can't wait till Friday to go to the bar because we're going to get off early. We're going to go sit and drink all day. You know, I can't wait till Saturday because I don't have to be in this shithole. Like, that's what you hear all the time. Right. Why would you want to surround yourself with negative energy? Why, why be one of those people? Literally, you can drive up to most businesses and you can say, you see those 10 people right there? They're the reason why this company is not doing as well because they don't need to be here. You could probably fire all 10 of those people and make the workplace a better place. Now, I'm not saying if you smoke cigarettes, you're a bad person. So don't get me wrong. No, you're talking about water cooler talk. Water, exactly, exactly. And that's where people are just sitting there and they have nothing but <clears throat> negative to say. And then you know what happens is from association, you associate negativity that you've never seen before. Right. You know, you didn't have a problem with the processor before, but now that Joe Bob has a problem with the processor, you suddenly have a par- problem with his, him or her. Because whatever issue that they had intensified on you, and now you have that issue too. Yeah, it's just like somebody that watches the commercials, you know, with the the um, the uh, the drugs and stuff that they for, for over the counter, you know, not over the counter, but prescription stuff for. Well, if you have this ailment, you could have this. So talk to your doctor about this program or, or this thing or whatever. It's just the negativity that, that that you feed off of, and now something that you didn't recognize, you recognize, and now you've got more negativity in your brain because you went and hung out with them. Right. And that has to do with, you know, I said in in the podcast earlier this week that surrounding yourself with positivity, positive people, having to move past and having to say, you know what, we don't have the same mindset anymore. We could still be friends, but we're just not going to spend as much time together as we used to. Like, that's all very pertinent. Like, I was talking to a buddy of mine, Rex. He's a a real estate agent up in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. He's awesome. This dude kills it in every sense of the way. He's a former loan officer. He just knows what the hell he's doing. Mm -hmm. Very common sense guy, but very fun to be around. 
He called me today. I don't talk to Rex a whole lot. I should probably talk to him more than we do, but we have, we're both busy people. But we were having our conversation and we were talking about positivity and how each other, you know, you could pick up the phone and call somebody and usually they have a positive message. You know, they don't have negativity and they're not saying, man, this sucks, blah, 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 blah. And he said, you know why I called today? I had a bad day yesterday. I had a phone call, went about an hour long, and it wasn't a very pleasant conversation. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so I knew if I made these phone calls today, it would start the day on a positive note. And guess what? He was right. Because he didn't call me and say, hey, how's things going? And me say, man, it sucks. Everything about this place sucks. It's horrible. I don't like it. You know, I don't like this. I don't like that. He knew when he called me, I'd have positive things to say because that's the way I surround myself. Now, I'm not saying I don't ever have issues. I'm not saying I don't ever have negative thoughts because I wouldn't be human if I didn't. But the fact of the matter, take, for example, my my earpods today. I was more worried and upset earlier that I, I thought I lost them again. You know, for the second time around, I threw $200 out the window. You can laugh all you want. I was pissed. <laughs> now, I found them. But did I let that dwell on my day? Did I say, oh, I should have done this, and they should have been here, and Apple should have done that, and I should have been? No, because it's a waste of time. I found them, you know? Little issues that we let consume us, engulf us. You know, we get in situations, it's almost like a a blazing fire for something that's so small. Like, have you ever had a problem, and you think it's the end of the world, And you describe it to someone. Someone comes up to you and says, hey, man, what's going on? What's wrong? And you verbally let the problem out. And once you do, you're like, oh, my God, this is stupid. Like you say it and you hear yourself saying it. And by the time you say it, you're like, fuck, that's the stupidest shit I could ever have an issue with. Have you ever had a situation like that? Because I feel like in some cases I have. I feel like I've done things and I've been pissed off about something. Then I actually lay it out for what it is. And I look at it I'm like, that was stupid, you know, and all that energy was wasted in it. So how much time and energy do we really put into things that aren't meaningful? I mean, we've talked about this in a previous podcast, you know, but the amount of energy, because I feel like doing things that are negative take up more time and energy anyways. Well, and and that's the biggest thing is is the amount of energy that you spend trying to talk negative about it. You could spend trying to find solutions about things and actually being productive on that specific problem or something else that's way more productive than the energy and time that you spend on that negativity. Right. Or what about taking a problem and putting it on the shelf and say, I'm going to deal with this later, you know? When there's an issue that maybe we don't have a solution to immediately and we take that problem and say, I can't find a solution for this right now because XYZ company is not open. Take him for my example, my refrigerator, and I won't name the brand because I'm not going to beat down this brand, but my refrigerator, the, the ice maker stops working. I haven't known, even owned this thing for two years. Like tomorrow will be like two years that I've owned this thing. The ice maker stops working out of the blue. You know, and and I told myself, I said, you know what? I'm not going to waste my time on this right now. I got a million other things I have to do. I'm going to set it on the shelf and I'm going to deal with it later. Guess what? We're a week and a half into it and I still haven't dealt with it. Why? Because it's not a priority. My priority right now is making sure that business is running fine, mm-hmm. that we're doing the things we need to do. I've got a big coaching class coming up, uh, military mortgage boot camp down right. up in Novi, Michigan. That's coming up in a week and a half. You're going out of town. I'm yeah. having to get these, these things done. My family was in town. How right would it be to spend that time dwelling on my ice maker? Like, what if my family came in? I'm like, man, you should see this ice maker, this fucking thing. It's broken. It doesn't spit out ice. And I'm going to call this company. I'm going to sue them. I'm going to burn them company down. 
how productive you think they want to walk in the door and be like, oh, Alex's ice maker problems. No, they just got on a flight from four and a half hours away <laughs> in a metal tube at 30,000 feet in the air and took a trip that would have taken a week and a half and in, in covered wagon and horses and your Auntie Anne would have died of malaria. Oh, no, or whatever. No, 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 it would have taken more than a week in covered horses and or covered wagons and horses. I didn't know. In a car, we're talking two about. Days. Two days? Two days in a car. Two days. Uno dos. How fast are you driving? Well, how many miles is it? 2,000 miles? Yeah. 2,200 miles? Okay. How many miles can you cover in an hour? I mean, 70, typically you, you can do maybe 500 miles in a, in a day in a and day? not be super exhausted and if you're I, driving by yourself. I would say 70 miles an hour. 500 miles in a day is a long drive. So if you drove for 12 hours, you can get 840 miles going 70 miles an hour. And let's face it, some people listening may go 70 miles an hour. I don't. I go whatever the speed limit is, plus a little mathematician thing I put together that allows me to go a little bit faster, but stay below the radar. But either way, okay, let's say three days in a car, okay? That's, that's still a lot compared to four and a half hours, and I could only imagine the problems I could have in three days of an icebreaker being broken and them showing up and me just drowning them out with it. The thing is, they didn't come here for me to share the negativity, Right. So I put that back on the shelf and said, okay, here, we're going to deal with this later. Why? Because the situation doesn't present itself in a way that it needs to be discussed. Now, if we're sitting here having a conversation, you're like, man, my ice maker just went out. I could be like, dude, me too. Check this out. But it needs to be a short-lived conversation because there's no sense in engulfing our time with dealing with bullshit. You know, there's no sense in you and I sitting here going back and forth and be like, yeah, man, I hate that company. They're just, you know, they're real shitty when it comes to making ice and blah, blah, blah. You know what I did? Or actually, Shannon did it. I didn't even do it. She went to Dollar General. I asked her to. She got ice cube trays. Okay? Gives you a whole new appreciation for an ice maker. <laughs> you know, back in the day when you used to put the cup up to the machine and goes, and a piece of ice spit out? Yeah. That's not the case anymore. Now I have to go, and you bend the trays, and you're like, crack, crack, and the, the ice comes out, then you fill it with water. And there's always somebody in the household. It doesn't matter. You can live in a household of one. It could literally just be me, but there's always somebody in the that household. doesn't fill the tray. Doesn't fill the tray. <laughs> oh, my God. They empty the ice and don't fill it. Or even worse, <laughs> they empty half the tray and then fill it back up with water. And you're like, all right, there's six cubes in here that are now submerged <laughs> in water, and they don't break right, you know? Yeah. And, and I feel like Dollar General general ice trays have an expiration point like you can only crack them a certain amount of times and then they just explode in your hand and yeah. you have to throw them away so but you get a new appreciation for that and that's the part that i'm talking about about being grateful for the things that we do have because having an ice maker is a luxury it's a luxury that a lot of people don't have you have a refrigerator in a house with it, a roof of you your head got a house and food yeah. in it i live in yourself. a neighborhood i got a family i mean there's a million things for me to be grateful for should i let the broken ice maker destroy those things Probably not. You know, it would it make sense to be like, oh, so no, here's no. the real question that I have for you because I, I know you have a lot answers. of answers, right? Why do we do this? I Why do humans do this? Because we're all guilty of it. We are. But I think it's subjective to who and what we surround ourselves with. Mm-hmm. You know, you listen to Joe Rogan and Jocko, you hear me listen to those guys all the time back in my office or something motivational or something like that. And they just have a different outlook on some things than we do, the speaker included. They I just, think it's trained, though. Do you think it? Do you, would you would you say it's something that has to be trained and, and instilled on a consistent yes, basis? Yes. So it's discipline. 
Discipline allows you to table an issue if you need to. Discipline allows you to discard an issue if you need to. Well, you and I have had this conversation for about three days now because of, of the things that I've been going through, and we've been talking about this. That's why right. I asked, you know, what 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 is it? And I'm not asking just for myself, but what is it? I'll tell you if you are. That, that, that you can do to train yourself to eliminate that negativity in your brain and the the ability to shelf something and move on to the next and not think about that other problem still you know the biggest thing i see with that and the biggest thing i see with the question that you asked is it it takes time to decide what's an issue and what's not you know hey is this something that's going to immediately affect me now if i don't change it Mm -hmm. and that that deals with the priority of the issue you know hey is my car outside on fire yes should i go outside and put it out Absolutely, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, that's, that's too simple there. But, but that's a big issue, right? <laughs> yeah. You know. But hey, is okay. So let's make it easier. My car is making a weird noise. Uh huh. Okay. Does it affect the drivability? No. Okay. Is the noise coming out of the speakers? It is. Is that going to affect me being able to get back and forth to work? It won't. Okay. I don't need to deal with it right this second. Okay. Is the car making noise? Yes. Is it coming from under the hood? It is. Should I schedule an appointment to have it looked at and taken care of? You should. Why? Because it could probably affect your drivability. Is my refrigerator at the house empty? It is. Go to the grocery store. You know, you have to table problems based on their priority and the priority and the impact that they'll have on your life. Mm -hmm. You know, if a detective calls your house today at four and you miss the call and you go to call him back... And you can't reach him until tomorrow. What are you going to do? You're going to think of every bad thing you did for the past like seven years. You're going to be like, <laughs> shit, was I speeding that night? Did I drink too much? That car that I hit, did I really hit it? Or did I just, you're going to think of everything. Why? Because it's suddenly a fiery priority. And if that person gets in the office at nine o'clock, you're calling him at 8.59. That's a serious issue, you know? So tabling those issues and deciding on how you're going to deal with each issue is based on your priorities and what it is you have. If I have a child that's at home that's sick, is it a priority to me and my work and everything else that I do to make sure that child gets to the doctor? No. The answer to that is no, because I can get up. I can go to the, the office. I can still work. I can still do everything I need to do without having to worry about that child. But is that child my priority? Yes. So that child's health and comfort and everything else is number one to me. So that's a priority. If the car is on fire and my child is bleeding, the car being on fire is not the priority. It can burn. I need to take care of my child. Does that make sense? It does. And, and, and now, obviously, some of this is, self, is, is common sense. Right. Some of it is not. The stuff that's not, how can you tell people to figure out how to train themselves to do better? You know, a lot of it is just you have to figure out how much effort and time you're going to put in things. And I really feel like there's somebody out there that's listening that's probably a psychologist or something like, I know the right answer. This is the formula E equals MC square and blah, blah, blah. They can but, like the, the right, page. Yeah. Just, hey, if you are that person, please reach out to me. I'd love to have you on the podcast because I would love to, to provide solutions. But from a complex mental approach of things, you have to say, okay, what is life-threatening or not? What is going to cause you harm if it goes unfixed? And what's what's worth your time? You know, that's one thing we never get back. This time spent listening to this podcast has to be valuable to the people listening or they're not going to come back because their time was not well spent. The same goes with the energy within your brain, because if your brain is overcrowded by negative thoughts, you have no room for anything positive. 
You know, you can be the person that everything on your mind is nothing but negativity and see opportunity pass you by because you didn't have enough mental space to make room for that. Yeah, you don't have any gas left in the tank. And at the end of the day, and that's... What if you got sugar in the tank? That's a whole other problem. (laughs) But if you have no gas left in the tank at the end of the day, you don't have the ability to fight your battles. Right. Uh, Good or bad. Good or bad, right. So so you use that energy... You waste it. Yeah, you know? right. You're you're burning precious energy on something that y- you can be doing a whole lot more with. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, at the end of the day, you have to, as an individual, decide what's important to you and what's not. You, as an individual, have to decide who you're going to surround yourself with and who you won't. Like I said earlier in the room, you need to start listening to positive things again. You need to start listening to things in the background that are maybe positive or projecting a, a positive message. And that doesn't necessarily mean music to tell the listeners, of course, well, too. No. We're talking about stuff that actually could really help you. Make a difference. Yeah. Right. The, the music thing. So one of the tricks I used to have when I used to work at Reliance First, First Capital, because I got to a point where it was just a pain in the ass for me to go work there mm-hmm. because my mind wasn't in the right spot. And I used to just listen to music all the way in, get there, sit down, do my work, Hurry up as quick as I could. If the clock said 5.59, I was packing up, getting ready to go so I can be out the door by 6. That's mm-hmm. kind of a, a telltale sign of someone that doesn't want to be there in the first place. But when I started listening to training videos or something positive, my production and my mindset changed. You know, the, the environment itself didn't change. The other 30 people that worked there didn't say, hey, we're different now just because of you, Alex, because we knew that you were, you were miserable here. Everything else changed that I had control over. So if you're in a situation and you notice that things are consistently bad, you need to stop and self-evaluate and say, hey, okay, what am I doing that's bad? You know, if you have a hard time breathing and you're a smoker and you don't exercise, do you think that maybe one of those two things you should stop or start in order to free up your lung space and have a a easier time breathing? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's a self-evaluation, right? Do you need a doctor to tell you that? No. Some people do. Some people are just stubborn. True. But the fact is, you just self-evaluate and say, hey, what are some of the things I'm doing wrong? You know, this goes for the professional life, too. When I was able to say, okay, Jeff, we got to reevaluate kind of what we're doing because we're having a slow month, which was the month of August. It was slower than probably any month we've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. And we stopped and we like reevaluated. Could have, like we put could have put turtles on the street and they would pass say, the set. Yeah. You could have put an average <laughs> loan off. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but we stopped. And what did we do? We said, okay, Evaluated what was working it. before? Yep. What did we stop doing? What did we start doing? And what was consuming our time? And we took those things and we said, here's what we need to do. And what happens? We get five deals in. It's not even the middle of the week yet. Right. And we get five new deals in. So what does that tell us? That tells us we were able to identify we were able to adapt, and we were able to put ourselves back to work in a position that allowed us to gain what we deserve. Mm-hmm. Because we only deserve those deals through hard work. Nobody's going to hand them to us. Right. Same goes with life. You know, if every morning you're waking up and you have a headache, and it's because you're beating your head against the wall, thinking about dumb shit all the time, well, then maybe you need to stop thinking about all that dumb stuff and kind of progress and find something positive to look at, something positive to focus on in order to... Get rid of that headache, you know. And I, I'm speaking mm-hmm. of a headache in a, a I don't metaphorical know, term. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just something. Sometimes I'm at a loss for words, and Jeff just knows the right words that I'm thinking. Complete me. I, yeah, I don't know about that. But anyways, 
I apologize for the long podcast. I hope everyone's enjoyed this. This has been one of the longer podcasts, and I hope you've made it to this point. Please, if you have not seen my video on Facebook, we are doing a promotion. The promotion is going to allow us to donate some money back to veterans. There is a foundation that I work closely with, and the agreement with them at this point is I cannot disclose which company that is until I have some signed contractual agreements done with them. But 100% of the net proceeds is going to go back to this foundation to show our support, to help with resources for veterans, with education for veterans, and different things to help prevent veteran suicide. On average, they say 22, 22 a day. Mm-hmm. Now, recent statistics <clears throat> say 19, but that's still a number that's not acceptable by any standards, by any means, in any. No, country, not at all. Anywhere. Not at all. Yeah. So we got to fix this shit. So. If you're listening, please do me a favor. Jump in that post, like, share, you know, do something, anything that you can do to help get this message out here. It's all going to benefit the veterans. Thanks again for tuning in. We appreciate your time. Hey guys, thanks again for tuning in to the AJ Nashville podcast. Let me take a second to thank our sponsors, the people that make it possible for me to be in your ears on a week to week basis. Thanks again for tuning in. House on the Rock Home Inspection with Dave Ganatra. You can feel free to reach his team at 615-717-7900. Let me tell you, when it comes to protecting your greatest asset that you ever purchase, Dave's got you covered. Builders fear this man. Feel free to reach out to his team. Once again, 615-717-7900.